Are you ready to vibe? You're listening to Creepy Vibes Only. birds in your background in my background yeah oh my windows are open that's probably why well you can leave it it's very nice okay it's nice and relaxing unless a truck comes by Uh, yeah probably will happen but it is what it is that's life it is sweet okay my phone is on uh sleep mode <laughs> i've learned my lesson from last week <laughs> good god it's fine it's okay yeah are you looking forward to the uh marathon yes i'm so excited lewis took my hand that's really off-putting when i'm thinking about horror <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was asleep and then he wasn't i was like okay my hand <laughs> thank you lewis that nice warm caress of the tongue was frightening but it was unexpected thing must be nice lewis heard me unwrap my sandwich and is like hi <laughs> i'm here i would like a snack got <laughs> a snack oh god how are you doing i'm good i'm tired how are you <laughs> good i have a lot of coffee i don't know what tired is gonna last for you <laughs> Oh God! Need a full weekend of sleep. That'll be good. Yeah. Will that ever happen? Get my vaccine on Thursday, so I'll sleep on Friday. That's good. And hopefully Saturday. <laughs> oh, good old pokey pokey artichokey. Mm-hmm. Lewis, no, go lie down. There's that weird buzzing sound again. We need to figure out what that is. I think it's the demons trying to make their presence known. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Britt didn't ask how we are doing. Uh, Excuse me. You know what's keeping me up at night? You. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Oh, God. So I know you have a surprise for me. Yes. So since it's been a while, uh, life has been insane and busy um i've decided to set up a little bonus keyboard campfire episode very excited yeah i have seven stories that i've pulled and one of them is going to be you when you pass um, and your job will be to determine which one it is (laughs) In this story, they are constantly on fire in the pits of hell. That's the one. Uh, I thought it was really funny when I read it. Uh, it reminded me of you. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah. So we good to start? Yeah, I'm ready when you are. Okay. So my first story, the title is The Top Hat Demon. And oh, that's posted me. by. <laughs> Sorry. I'm... It was posted by Ruby Kyanite. 
So this is a story. So this story happened to my uncle in the 80s, and I fought a chair. Background, my uncle has always been sensitive to the paranormal, and so are his kids. But the portal, to, the portal to hell mirror is a story for another day. Side note, I couldn't find that story because they posted that story yesterday. So I will be stalking this person until they post it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the story. One hot August night in the 80s, my uncle stayed with his friends to drink and hang out with his friends. There was an old mattress in the attic, so when it came time to sleep, he took a blanket and pillow up there to pass out. He slept up there alone in the, in the August New England heat, but managed to pass out eventually. Then later in the night, he awoke shivering, feeling like he was being watched. He couldn't understand how he got so cold when he went to bed sweating in the attic with no AC. He turned to face the ceiling, and that's when he saw it. Standing over him was the shadow of a man in a top hat with two red eyes. My uncle was paralyzed with fear, just staring at this imposing figure bearing down on him. And then it spoke. I killed you once, and I can kill you again, it said. The man in the top hat then fell through my uncle, giving him a freezing chill through his body as the shadow went through the attic floor. My uncle put his arms up, thinking he was about to get attacked, but all felt, all he felt was the cold whoosh. He believes it may be a demon from a past life that came to haunt him, but I don't know of any other encounter he's had with the top hat demon. But I do think it was supernatural. He could still move, so I don't think it was sleep paralysis, as he had some other ghost visitors throughout his life, so believe it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I killed you once. I'll kill you again. What the fuck? No! <laughs> also, Lewis uh, decided that was, like, the perfect time to jump off the bed. I don't know if you heard that. I was like, for yeah. fuck's sake. I'm taking, like, Miles' collar off so he doesn't jingle as he moves. That's a good idea. Lewis decided to terrify me and startle me. <laughs> He's like, the top hat demon is here. It's like, I'm the top hat demon. <laughs> but yes, oh, it's goodness. like 100% the hot man. Yeah, absolutely. He keeps coming back. Listen, can't get enough of that sweet, sweet hot man. Mm -mm. He's going to be your VIP. <laughs> very important. All VID, right. very important demon. <laughs> it, yes, <laughs> it's our VID. Oh That's god. Terrifying. It really is. So this was not you. Mm -mm. So you no, I'm not us. I'm not the hat demon, hopefully. <laughs> yes. Imagine if I was, what a twist. <laughs> All right, on to story two. All right. And the title is My First Ghost Story by the username is Fantastic Door 3618. So this happened three plus years ago, so I will explain. As I can remember. When I was three, my my grandmother, maternal side, died of a heart attack, I believe. While at the funeral, the adults were outside talking, smoking cigarettes, etc. Myself, older, older brother, and another family member, close to our ages, was told to stay inside to keep us out of the conversation we didn't need to hear, according to my parents. Well, the other family member convinced my brother that locking me in the viewing room with those red lights over the coffin was a good idea. Once they locked me in, the other family member called through the door that grandma needed to take me with her because I was her favorite. I screamed and cry cried as long as loud as my little self could, but some adults took me outside to my parents. 
I, and some adults took me outside to my parents. I was told that they were just playing that even though grandma loved me, she was never going to take me away. Oh. Sorry, Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> Sorry, that was Lewis. <laughs> Lewis doesn't like that story. <laughs> no. He's oh. like, that's some bullshit. Don't do that to people. <laughs> later that year, we moved two states away from there. One night in the new house, four years later, I woke up in the middle of the night. According to my mother, very unusual. I heard a song only my grandma sang to me. I sat up looking around and I see the lid of my old toy boy toy box opening by itself. Once it was fully open, I saw what looked like my grandma standing slowly from inside that box. She turned slowly, creepily, around to look at me. I was frozen in place, couldn't cry, scream, or more even. She started walking towards me. She stopped close to the bed and said, the name she called me, I came to get you. You were always my favorite and want you to with me now. Somehow I found my voice and screamed. My mom came running in and just before she got to my room, grandma said, I'll come back for you again and vanish. My mother came in asking who I was talking to. I told her everything and my mom let me sleep in the living room for a few nights while she got rid of my toy box. The toy box was the last thing my grandma gave me. End of story. I'm sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> that's so that's, fucked that's so mean like, also grandma <laughs> no my grandma would never Rosie's so chill anyways I'll let you continue with your lovely stories alright keep our campfire continued mm-hmm. okay. so next story the title is, and it's by Lucia Grace. I truly believe that the old lady who watered my front garden plants was either a ghost or some sort of spirit. What? <laughs> this is me! I know! <laughs> I would absolutely do that. <laughs> oh my god. So this is the story. I found this being interesting to share. I found this to be interesting to share with y'all as this memory has recently been on my mind. This took place at my old house three or so years ago now. So nowadays I find it strange with what happened. There is some comfort in this memory. There was an older woman who would water my front garden plants. I saw her the first time in the summertime watering my roses. I went out to say hello. She didn't respond, only smiled. She had her own green watering can and always wore the same brown pleated coat. I'd see her once or twice a week. I would wave from my front window. She'd smile and wave back. I'd try to speak to her a few more times, but she would never respond. When I met my partner, I'd tell him about the older lady. Once once when I came home, I'd drive in and saw her watering the plants and smile and wave, as, as did she. I went inside and remembered hurrying, over, hurrying my boyfriend to the window so he could wave at her. It took me maybe 30 seconds to get him to the window, and once we got there, she was gone. I went outdoors with my boyfriend, and surely the soil was wet. But looking up and down the street, she was nowhere to be seen. This happened a few more times where I'd see her, tried to get my boyfriend to see her, and a few seconds later, she was gone. Yet the plants were always watered. We moved out from the house some years ago, with my boyfriend never having seen her. Before we moved, the last time I saw her, I, tried to, I told her goodbye and thank her for watering my flowers. 
And that was that. A true belief was some sort of spirit. Maybe she lived there before. I'm not sure, but I'm glad to have met her. That's that, that is absolutely. I also love the like fact that she was just like sneaking away before the boyfriend could see her. So if either like I'm just here for you. Like here for you, here for the rosebush. Also, your boyfriend is not worthy to look upon me because men are trash. <laughs> so funny. Also, like, unless she's just like a really like nimble old gal, just like <laughs> just hauling ass down the street, like I'm out of here. With her little bucket. Just fucking with her neighbors, making them pretend like they see ghosts. <laughs> Either way, absolutely the future ahead of me. That is the life I uh, I thought that story was so cute. <laughs> I love it. That is really cute. Uh huh. A little cute story oh. at the creepy campfire. The little marshmallow on our s'more. Exactly. Oh. Alrighty. Next story. Title is um, the username is D Kizzy101. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Title is, the sister I never knew I had visited my other sister during her out-of-body experience. Just a heads up, this may challenge your religious beliefs. I'm not doing that intentionally. I'm just saying it how it happened. Okay, so when I was young, my mother would always take us to church. The church we were going to at the time was a su- was super spiritual Pentecostal church. I was about 12 at the time, and my sister was 7. We had soaking sessions often, basically just getting lost in worship. My mom, younger sister, and I were at one of those soaking sessions when my sister went into an unconscious state. This lasted about five minutes. She was breathing fine, wasn't convulsing, or anything like that. No fever. This wasn't a medical episode, as far as we knew. When she came to, she said she had an outer body experience where she went to heaven and met Jesus in a girl. She described the girl as an older teenager with dark hair and looked like her mother. She said the girl told her she was her sister and to send love to the family and let them know she was happy and looking forward to meeting meeting us one day. I was perplexed because to my knowledge, we never had another sister. My mom instantly broke into tears. She knew exactly who the girl was. Later that evening, she gathers, gathered, gathered us around at home, my sister, my older brother, and myself. And she told us that about two years before she had my older brother, she fell pregnant with a baby girl. However, she was pressured into getting an abortion. She had never told any of us before. She said the girl would have been in her late teens by now and that the girl my sister met in her out-of-body experience was her older sister that we never got to meet. She carried guilt for all of those years and this gave her comfort in knowing that knowing her baby girl wasn't lost forever. Aww. I know. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sad, but it's cute. Like, at least she's still there. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm very pro-choice, uh, yeah. but I, I hate that someone would be pressured into choosing either way. That's mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. Man, this is more like cute campfire than the creepy. I love it. Well, maybe also, it's like, coming, okay? Also, I love the like, so the birds in the background are like a nice like nature vibe to your campfire. <laughs> I kind of love it. I feel like it's very thematic because you'd That's hear them good. at a regular campfire, right? Well, I guess maybe yeah. less so at nighttime, but still. Stephanie just brings the vibes. Exactly. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) Only the finest. (laughs) All right. Next story. Uh, The user is Unity the Hive Mind. Title is 
What's an encounter that you just, well, I guess it's an answer to, what's an encounter that you just can't shake off? My parents lived in a one-story home where the bedrooms are on one side and a hallway connects to the living room and family room. After they've gone to bed, whispers would come from the living room where the family TV was. This was in the early 90s. After hearing it over and over, I finally walked down the dark hallway into the living room. The whispers stopped. I turned on the light. There was no one around. I turned the lights off, relieved, and I walked back to my room. Once I got back down the hallway, the whispers would begin again. This went on for a year and one day, and it just stopped. The fuck? They, like, for sure were talking shit. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> look at this little shit. Ain't got no shit style. coming. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be, be cool, be cool. <laughs> it's actually just, like, a bunch of, like, 11-year-olds just being shitty. <laughs> Uh, very oh my god flashbacks to middle school mm-hmm. i wish there was like more to the story but like you said i know like, just I whispers know- and then it stopped like i want to know what they were saying well like, like you know when you like you probably couldn't make out probably being like what a fugly <laughs> slob <laughs> I don't know. Look at them still watching TV all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> Go outside. TV's <laughs> riding your brain, madam. <laughs> oh my god. All right. This one, my next one is strange. Okay. So I'll be the judge by... of that. Sorry. <laughs> Busy Strain 5704. And the title is has anyone else been seeing a tall, slim man wearing round, yellow tinted glasses, a purple top hat, and suit with a can, a cane, and a gap in his teeth? Is this the hat man again? He changed his look. Up. He got style. I know. <laughs> hat man 2.0, fresh to death. <laughs> All right. Around 2017, me and my friends had an encounter with this person, and I'm wondering if anyone else has as well. We were in a Honda Accord bound for the next city a few miles off the Oregon state. Midway out, we were caught in a storm and stranded. When the storm cleared, we were in a dense fog. We began to hear strange noises, rather like the giggling of the lunatic, also a sickening order like that of blood. The noise got closer to the car, and it was then that we heard a loud whipping sound. Out of the fog, we saw what looked like a tall man, about six feet high, sticking straight up out of the water of the nearby pond. On top of his head was a tall hat with a reddish-pink ribbon. He appeared several more times, getting closer to the car. The silence was broken once again by something out of the fog. I can only describe it as a high-pitched whine. We panicked. All five of us grabbed our coats and went into the woods. Keep together and try for the town, I yelled. After we were in the woods, we began. we became split up in the fog, from behind, I could hear the screams of my comrades one by one. I got closer. I got a closer look at him just before my last friend was killed. He was wearing round, large yellow tinted glasses. He was wearing a purple suit with a reddish pink bow tie. Under his pale yellow blouse, and he had a gap between his two upper teeth. There appeared to be what looked like a pinkish cummerbund when he appeared for the last time. Also, as best as I'm able to recall, the eyes were brown. I finally made it to town and stayed there for most of the night. 
Early that morning, I walked around and was found by the rescue unit. I'm just wondering if anyone else had encounters with this person or fate. Sorry, what the fuck? I, like, missed the part where someone was murdered. Yeah. This can't be true. No. No, I feel like it would be, like, a fairly significant news story. What the fuck? <laughs> you said it was a creepy. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping, like, a creepy pasta. I assume, it may- or maybe, like, a no sleep or something. Like, what the fuck? I hope so. Yeah, I don't love that someone got got. It's not nice. No. <laughs> oh, Milo's upset. Milo has opinions, too. Milo, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> shit's shit's fucked. Yeah, I missed that part when I was... Oh, Milo. I know. Okay. I know. I know, Milo. Oh, my gosh. Milo. It's okay, Milo. It's not true. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, um, so yeah. <laughs> so good. Ten out of ten. Let's go hiking. Very fun. Uh, very a colorful like character. This is, why this is why I don't leave my house. Mm-mm. That in the pandemic. But like mainly this. Yeah, mainly that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Cool. <laughs> On to my last story. It is from Kohaku's mom. Oh my god. What? Kohaku is like one of my favorite movie characters. Okay. <laughs> you know Spirited Away that I keep trying to force you to watch? Oh, we watched it. Yeah, okay, I know. But still, mm-hmm. the like he's the dragon guy. The, the river spirit. spirit. He's like the boy in the movie. Oh! Yeah, okay. the Kohaku well, River. Anyways. Well, his mom, his mom wrote in. <laughs> oh, cool. St. <laughs> Lawrence. Title Anyways. <laughs> Something bad happened while I was camping, and I'm not sure. I'm just not sure what. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm in the right place, but I've held this story in for the last six years because it sounds crazy, and I got told not to talk about it. I went camping six years ago with my now ex-boyfriend of mine. The campsite we picked was beautiful. We were about to drive in for some rough trails. The spot we picked was next to some hiking trails that weren't very far from some natural hot springs and a huge waterfall. We were in the middle of nowhere. Absolutely no one was around. We set up camp next to the car, went hiking, soaked in the hot springs, came back and had dinner. It was all very normal until we woke up the next day. I need to give some context as to how we sleep that night, how we slept that night, so you can understand my confusion. Before we went to sleep, I put put our food cooler in the cereal, in the cereal that we brought in the car, and locked it. I put the keys in the front pocket of my backpack and put the backpack next to my sleeping bag on the far side of the tent, away from the door of the tent. My boyfriend at the time slept nearest to the door of the tent with a gun next to him. We woke up the next morning and I felt fine. I had slept hard. And from inside the tent, everything seemed normal. When we got out, our campsite was absolute chaos. The fire pit we had made the fire pit we had made was ruined. The cooler that had been thrown and food was scattered all over the place. The stereo was smashed to pieces, laying next to a tree. All of the car doors were open, including the trunk. We stood there for a minute in silence, just taking everything in. 
The woods fell off now. It was quiet and not the beautiful campsite that I saw yesterday. Everything about those woods felt wrong now. My ex accused me of not locking the car the night before and that an animal got it into our stuff. I promised I had locked it and went into the tent to grab the keys from the backpack, but they weren't there. I found them later on the ground right next to the car. We quickly threw everything in the trunk and left. My boyfriend was quiet and wouldn't talk to me about what had, had just happened. He finally spoke up when we were almost home and told me that he had he had had a dream the night before about something kneeling over him in the tent, holding his gun, and just staring at him. When I tried to ask him more questions, he got quiet again and said he didn't want to talk about it and that I shouldn't talk about it anymore. I've tried to forget about it, but I just can't. Something really wrong happened to us in the woods that night. I don't know. I think it was raccoons. Raccoons are crazy. Just holding guns, shooting people up. <laughs> damn raccoons. Oh, damn raccoons. Trash pandas have gone too far. This one was wild. Yeah. Also, like, why would you gaslight your girlfriend instead of being like, oh, a murderer took my gun and also the car keys last night? Mm-hmm. But it's like, but if it would have been someone, they would have heard that person go into the tent, step over the boyfriend, rummage through the backpack, take the gun and go. Yeah, you would think. Unless they're like super heavy sleepers. Or they were like stoned. I don't know. Yeah. Like if you smoked a lot of pot and went to sleep, you'd sleep. Yeah, we need to know. Did you smoke the reefer? <laughs> what happened before? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, as soon as he was like, or the girl was like, oh, yeah, my campsite was trash. I was like, oh, it was bears. Mm-hmm. Classic was bears. Trash, trash. Yeah, you'd hear bears for sure, I think. You would hear anything. Yeah, because, like, you're, it's like what? Like, nylon you're on the other side of or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. Like, you would have, like, just the ruckus would have woken you up. You would think. Sounds like some bad campers. Uh... Or maybe it's teenagers. <laughs> teenagers are crazy. Yeah, but that like they would have like been silent. You Unless they that. were stoned. I'm convinced <sighs> these guys smoked too much pot and slept through it. I should go back and ask them. Like, hey, you need to know the pot situation. <laughs> Did you take an Ativan before sleeping? <laughs> were you under the influence of anything? Yeah. <laughs> were you on Ambien prescribed by your doctor for sleep issues? <laughs> Oh my god. That was it. Well, I loved them. Mm -hmm. It was a good, like, mix of, like, cute and also, like, what the fuck? Yeah. There was some, you know, very nice ghosts or some murders. The flower lady. (laughs) The true Uh, MVP. I love her. Yeah. Me too. I look forward to being her one way or another. She's our VIG, very important ghost. V-I-G as opposed to our V-I-D very yeah. important demon aka the hat man our best yeah, friend for life really got style now so you know got style and has like progressed to killing people as opposed to just freaking them out well apparently he has been killing people like you said in the first story I've killed you yeah. once I will do it again I know he's really just like does everything mm-hmm. that hat man he's an industrious mm-hmm. industrious creature He's an independent ghost. He can do what he wants. Doesn't need anybody else. No, sometimes he just goes into your house and makes a smoothie. Sometimes he kills you. 
and follows yeah. you into the next life. You know, keeps things fresh and funky. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Well, thank you for the campfire stuff. You're welcome. It's very fun. Yeah. All right, listeners, right. we're doing a marathon today. So on to the next we, episode. Yes, we will see you in a bit. All right. <laughs> Bye. Uh, let us know if you like this. Hey. Sorry, I was saying goodbye. You can keep talking. Uh, we really want your feedback, and we're happy to finally be back. So let us know what you like, what you don't like. Send us an email. Uh, you can let us know what you think on our social media. But we're open to feedback. Yeah. And uh, leave us a rating on iTunes, but only if it's a good one. Otherwise, you can keep that to yourself. Yeah. We don't want to cry. cry. Stuff will cry. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. She's a cancer. You can't do that to her. No. And I just turned 32. So, you know, be nice. Yeah. She's, it's been a trying time for our gal. <laughs> all right, guys. See you next all time. Right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> like, so mean. Like, don't trap people. Everyone. I fucking go. And, like, Hunches that remind me of like Harry Potter. Yes, percent. <laughs> well, like, I don't remember the name of it, but that thing in the closet. I was like, oh, she's got one of those. <laughs> God damn. Thank you for listening to Creepy Vibes Only. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching for Creepy Vibes Only Podcast. We absolutely appreciate and love your support. And you can do so by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribing to the show wherever you listen. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at cvopodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voice message on our podcast's page on Anchor. We will talk to you in two weeks. Bye.